atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for April the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. And, man, we're going to have a barn burner broadcast today. I'll tell you what right now. First off, a quick recap. We had our guest on, Mr. Brian Rust. We talked about the Honest Money Report. Government's basically manipulating currencies through paper trading, through fake money big time. Silver. Spot price, $14.53. But you can't buy a Silver Eagle Silver Dollar for under 24 bucks if you can even get one. Gold $1,604.60. They say gold is in silver. The relationship between the two manipulated until the cows come home. Anyway, strange stuff. We talked about Dr. Ben Carson. He says, take heart. New treatments could uh, change the outlook in the next couple of weeks. I already deal with the coronavirus. One, rapid testing. Two, you got these, um, however you say that new drug they're talking about for malaria. They say that's you know, can make a big difference. They say they also have testing uh, using plasma, where you can take out somebody who's already had the coronavirus, use the plasma, put it in a person who's got the coronavirus, and it helps their immune system kick up and fight it. And they say that's great news. I pray for all those opportunities. I know their real end game is they want a vaccine. Donald used to hate vaccines on the campaign trail. Now he's the biggest campaign vaccination guy there is on the planet. Sad to say, but true. Uh, ben Carson also says we need to build homeless city tent cities outside to solve problems now. Amen to that. We also talked about the general welfare clause is not a blank check. Michael Meharry, 10th Amendment Center with that piece. We talked about how ugly could layoffs get. USA Today says brace yourself. It's going to get way worse. Over 10 million people begging for jobs now. They say unemployment is just going to go through the roof over 10% by the end of the year at a minimum. Why price, guy, why price gouging helps in a disaster, writes Walter E. Williams. State laws simply disrupt two very important free market functions. He's right as rain about that, by the way. We talked about also Star Parker dovetails onto um, the column there. She writes her own column and says free people take responsibility and solve problems. She basically talks about how businesses are approaching the markets in new and creative ways. Boy, is she right on. But it's really hard when they don't let them do it, you know. Actor John Krasinski, I guess he's going to bring forward a good news show. Yeah, he's going to talk about good news. He feels like everybody's uh, you know negative and just struggling in the pandemic or whatever you want to call it. And got to have a good news show. Boy, do I agree with that, too. Some banking systems may need help. In worst-case scenario, says the IMF, then why are they getting help if we don't have a worst-case scenario yet? Uh, Beyond me. Fed takes on role of the World Central Bank by pumping out dollars. Is the United States uh, Federal Reserve supposed to be the central bank? Is that constitutional? I think not. 
All right, we're talking about Macau's gaming revenue. Tumbles 80% in March. Hit by the coronavirus. I guess so much for the gambling, huh? People who question crisis stories from mainstream media are now visiting hospitals and filming empty emergency rooms, ladies and gentlemen. Need to know dot news with that. And all I'm telling you is they claim hospitals are just melting down everywhere, but folks are going there and filming and proving that just it ain't so, is what they're saying. That was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live, brought to you by Raw Hunting, delivered directly to your door to learn more. Get a hold of Kurt. C-U-R-T at LibertyRoundtable.com. Dial or text 801-669-2211 or go to LocalHoneyMan.com. Hour two yesterday, we talked about imprisoning pastors and releasing inmates. Yeah. Liberty Council, Matt Staver's livid about it, justly so. We also talked about your work is paying off. States are reversing the church ban after Liberty Council faxes flood governor's offices. That's a good news piece. Maybe we will go back to church. Right now they're allowing the performing of murdering of babies abortions, but don't you dare go to church, people. Don't do it. Amazing. What a sad tale to tell in in the republic, huh? Baltimore pastor vows to continue services despite the coronavirus restrictions and the visit from the cops. Trump has a cabinet Bible leader blames the coronavirus on God's wrath. Yeah, God's wrath is just and sin must and will be paid for. Courtney Kardashian speaking out and says, hey, suggest that the coronavirus is punishment. Yeah, God's punishment for evil. Children, listen up, she says. Pay attention. Americans are turning to prayer. That's good news. Most Americans say that the coronavirus has impacted their lives, and they're praying. That's good news. They say hell freezes over. MSNBC anchor asked pastor to pray on air. That's good news, too. You got to dig it. Federal judges are saying elective abortions are now a constitutional right. These people need to be impeached. They're off their rockers crazy. They're literally murdering the most innocent among us, and nobody bats an eye, do they? Wow. Dr. Deborah Brooks, incomplete Chinese data, misled experts on the seriousness of the coronavirus. You could take that two ways. On one hand, we didn't take it seriously enough. On the other hand, our crackdown's too harsh. I think both are true. Obama drops the coronavirus bombshell, they say. It's all due to climate change, Barack says. We can't afford any more consequences of the deniers. Joe Kovacs with the piece. I mean, Barack's off his rocker, folks. New York Times, Christians to blame for crippling coronavirus response. Jerry Newcomb taking columnists to task over their abuse of Christians. Let's have a Christian Woodstock, says a pastor. Despite the antivirus or the coronavirus um, quarantine orders, let's just have a Christian Woodstock, he's saying. What do you think of that? You guys want to go to a Christian Woodstock? We also talked with Kurt about why sleep is vital during a pandemic. Mac Slabo with that piece. And that's a two-hour wrap. It was a lot of stories, man. And we cover uh, the details the best we can. News the networks refuse to use. Today starts now. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net for donations. Kurt Crosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt Crosby beat me up pretty good yesterday. 
He said, hey, you're not paying attention to the right news sources, Sam. You've got to listen to the Donald more. And uh, so Kurt is sending me these press briefings from President Trump that are like one hour long. And, you know, the latest one last night was two hours and 17 minutes long, people. And it was President Trump and uh, surrounded by people in his administration. And uh, so I took Kurt Cosby's views to heart. I woke up at uh, 6 a.m. yesterday. I prepared for the show for an hour. I went on the air for two hours. I got done at nine o'clock. I started my day job so I could make a living. And so I worked from about nine to about you know six or seven. I took about an hour, hour and a half break, and then I basically went back to work because Kurt said I needed to. And so I listened to this two-hour and 17-minute Donald Trump fest, and I wrote notes the whole time. Anyway, I got done with that, dude. What time did I send you the email, Kurt, with all my notes? 12.30 or so? Anyway, I think I got done like 1 a.m. All right. Yeah, oh. it's 12.37. All right, so I'm seven minutes off, sorry. Anyway, so I rock and roll. I wrote all those notes. I sent them to Kurt. I sent them to the good sheriff. The good sheriff has, has agreed to join us for two hours. Welcome back, Sheriff Richard Maxer. Well, thank you, Sam. Kurt, it's uh, great to be with you this beautiful Friday morning. All right, so my headline now says, Sam, Kurt, and Sheriff Mack break down Trump's White House press briefing. So we're going to break it down. Um and we're going to cover it according to Kurt. I don't know. Kurt, did you listen to the whole thing? Well, all that I could before I that didn't make passed any sense. out. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. I mean, I, you passed out? Well, I mean, I was tired. But you got to stand you know, up and walk around so you can hear this thing. You're missing vital information, my friend. you got to well, walk around and get a drink that. of water and maybe yeah. go outside and breathe some fresh air and stuff like that. Come on now. Yes. How much did you get done? Do you know? Mm, I'd say... You know, at least I remember uh, uh, you got down here. Let's see the one. No, don't pay attention to my notes. Just tell me how long you listened. I'm pretty much sure I heard, uh, you know, about the orders. And And I know that doesn't tell me any time frame at all. That That doesn't help me a bit. Well, I'd say probably close to two hours. All right. So you listen to most of it, you think? Well, I did my best, you know. All right. So anyway, I cranked this dude out because Kirk told me I got to pay attention. So I don't have any other news sources, really, except, uh, you know, I got to listen to this thing. And it, it, anyway, it took me about two and a half hours to listen to the whole thing, put it on a little bit, speed up. And then I wrote notes, too. So, of course, it takes longer than the event if you're going to, like, take notes and everything like that. Anyway, so we got that all done. And uh, first off, what we'll do is we'll just ask Kurt, what did you think of the event, Kurt? And I'll tell you what I think of the event. And then we can break down the uh, you know, notes that I took. If you've got notes, we could do those too. But uh, anyway, what do you think of the whole press briefing? Well, my analysis is at least when it comes to uh, analyzing the president and, uh, you know, seeing what what the state of the country's in and all these different things is I look at it and I keep thinking, hey, what would I be doing? And if I were in his shoes, you know, how, how could I run this thing? differently uh and i have a hard time finding any area where i'd really make a lot of changes all right given everything that we've got with pelosi and all the other stuff you know all right so kurt would do what the president's doing i would act entirely different we'll talk about it the good sheriff will chime in we'll break down the notes line by line two hour hard-hitting broadcast on your radio folks sam kurt and the good sheriff 
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we got a three-person panel. You got the good Sheriff Richard Mack, well-trained in law enforcement, well-familiar with the oath of office, constitutionally speaking more. You've got Kirk Cosby, a constitutional expert uh, and educator in his own right. You got yours truly on your radio. And understand this panel is not to debate. It's not to argue who's right. What it is is to provide three different perspectives uh, on what the president's doing. And the goal is not to have you agree with Sam and disagree with Richard Mack or, you know, agree with Kurt and disagree with Sam. Or The goal is just to say, look, in America, I think these three different perspectives represent quite a bit of, of, the, perspe- of the spectrum uh, of what different people believe. Your job is to kind of ferret through the comments being made by the president and those who surrounded him in this two hour and 17 minute press briefing yesterday. Uh, and then for you to kind of decide where do you sit? Where do you, what do you think about it? What would you like to see done? How would you behave? And the reason this is important is because we're supposed to elect those officials who carry out our will. The perfect world would be I, everybody could vote for themselves and keep up on everything going on in politics and, uh, and the world and society and, and take politics out of it when necessary and do all those things. That would be the perfect world. We can't do that. That's why we have representatives who do that on our behalf. And in a perfect world, that representative would mirror what we would personally do, Right. I know they don't always do that. I get it. But the goal is for us to think through this. It's not fair to criticize the president if you're not willing to put on the line um, like him and think through it and say, what would I do? How would I behave? Or if you like what the president's doing, great, etc. And so we've got some tough times that we're involved in. And I really want to train Americans to think through these issues. Uh, and I want them to you know, be willing to you know, what, put their own views on the line. So, Kurt, what I thought would do, you thought that the, 
the press briefing was fantastic, and you believe, uh, given the president, or the president, given the circumstances that he's in, you believe he's doing a phenomenal job, and you would do what he's doing. Is that what you're saying? Well, I didn't say that it was uh, fantastic, and I didn't say he was doing a phenomenal job, but I did say that given all the, um, basically, everything that he's got to deal with, for example, you've you've mentioned several times, uh, you know, if, if you or I or whatever, anybody was put into that job right now, you could basically say, hey, you're, uh, you know, breaking your oath of office, yeah, immediately I think that's true. because Sadly, of all true. the different things that are put in place or that are in place already in America. And um, when I look at the president and thinking about, you know, his upbringing, where he grew up in New York and all that kind of stuff and and the little, uh, you know, he's been they've called him a baby Christian and, you know, these different things. When I add everything all up, I just think. Man, uh, you know, at least in my lifetime, I've never seen a president uh, that has completed uh, the things that he said he was going to do, at least as many as I've seen him do. You know, we get it. I've seen but I'm saying, you're saying he's doing a phenomenal job, but others. do you think he's doing a phenomenal job? Or a good job, or an average well, job? Well, I wouldn't call it a phenomenal job. I, I'd simply, I mean, George Washington would be doing a phenomenal job if right. if he was around. But the president's doing the best that I think we could pretty much ask for from the ones that we've been given. I mean, we don't get the opportunity right. to have a Scott Bradley or Sheriff Matt. No, I get it. We're not comparing. We're not talking about Scott Bradley. So We're talking about the president. I'm know, just at, trying to understand what kind of a job you think he's doing. And you're saying it's a good job, a phenomenal job? What are you saying? Well, I when I look at the whole big picture yeah. of, you know, and trying to gather that with these press briefings and, you know, the drugs coming in or, you know. Yeah, there's and, a gazillion the things. Problems, you talk for I hours about all think, that. You know, that the president's doing about as good of, of um, I guess you could say, a CEO uh, could be doing. Of for America. All right, Sheriff, do you get what Kurt's saying? Yeah, sure, of course. And, uh, and so do you, uh, what would you say he's saying he's doing a good job or a great job or a phenomenal job or an average job? or a, I, I think he's I, I think he's doing a, a better than average. Uh, it's not phenomenal. Um, to me, he almost every, not almost, uh, every one of them that I've watched and I didn't hardly watch any of the one yesterday. I heard some of it on the news in my in my truck while I was uh, running a couple of errands. Uh, but it's every time he tells the world what a great job they're doing. Uh, and it, it just seems to be a little bit um, political, yes, uh, and that he's just trying to convince everybody that what a great job they're doing. Look, just do it. We'll see that. We'll see that. He doesn't have to tell us every time, but he does. Oh, we're doing a phenomenal job. We're doing a great job. And, oh, and then he'll, he does give credit to the other people on the committee. But I think Dr. Fauci is a liar. And uh, I think Trump is putting way too much trust in him. As a matter of fact, I'll just tell you flat out, Dr. Fauci is running our country and running most of this. And I think he's a liar. And I'll even tell you why, because uh, there are several different things that he has said over and over that just seem to be way off base. And lo 
one uh, in the uh, on the entire Fox News uh, network that really seems to be bringing out the freedom issues. And she had two doctors on uh, two nights ago, and they completely disagreed with Fauci. And it, it made Fauci look like a liar. And one of them was, and I've seen another guy on another doctor on Facebook saying that every one of us should be taking that malaria uh, uh, medicine. And it's really hard to pronounce, but it's hydroxychloroquine. And and he's and he said it works every single time. Rednecks like me call that H C buddy. Yeah, okay. All right, but Kurt, what do you think though? So Richard Mack saying doctors. there were several people surrounding the Donald, uh, Fauci and Deborah um, how do you say her last name? Burks. Burks uh, are the you know the two main doctors in this thing. Uh, right. I believe Deborah Burks is a, a lot more of the humble one. That's uh, but uh, what do you say, uh, Fauci? You think the guy's a liar and he's peddling propaganda, Kurt? What do you think of uh, well, Fauci? Well, let me let me finish that one thing that he said. He said that uh, hydroxychloroquine is not available and it will take months. And I heard him. I was watching the show, and he said. That product would take months to test and get to the public. These other two doctors, and this Fauci is supposed to be the leading expert on these types of medicines and these types of, of diseases. And he said it will, not, it will take months. These other two doctors said it's been available for years, and it's available right now. And I will tell you right now, my cousin, Colleen, actually uses the product and just got another per, her prescription just filled the other day. So I believe this guy is either an idiot and he's supposed to be the leading expert or he's a liar. And I'm going with liar. Well, and there's a middle ground which would say something like this. You know what? There might be availability, but if, if uh, everybody just started demanding it and they said that was the answer, you'd have a meltdown in the marketplace and instantly would be out of it. And whether we could make enough and crank all that up, uh, who knows? But he should articulate those details and be completely transparent if that is the case. All right. What do you think of Fauci, Kurt? And let's talk about the people surrounding the president first. There were several people that spoke last night. Uh, Fauci uh, made a few comments. Deborah did most of it, right? Well, at least if if I'm analyzing Fauci, I'd almost put him in the uh, Mitt Romney uh, pack. And the, the reason I'd say that is if you put Mitt Romney in, on the middle of, uh, let's say, uh, Laura Ingram program, then she's going to, you know, make make sure he uh, is led to say the right things and he's going to realize hey this this audience here i'm going to say certain things to fit with this audience uh and you put uh, mitt romney on cnn and he's going to pretty much take on the president and i think that's the same way with fauci or you know whatever as he is put on the different uh, areas uh, or different programs he'll say different things when it comes to the whole uh, approval of this particular drug or you know the fda's got all these little phrases you know off use and uh, uh, compassionate uh, care or whatever it is all these different little ways that they can say you can or can't use it and you know it points to the stupidity of 
uh, the craziness of the way our government does things and approves or disapproves different things. And then you watch the president going, well, let's see, the FDA said that was going to take a year. So I told him, hurry up and get it done. And they got it done in two days. I mean, you see that kind of stuff happening just over and over. And I saw the uh, Laura Ingram uh, thing with the uh, two doctors, and I agree with the sheriff. Uh, and yet uh, I'd even go further uh, and say, hey, we ought to embrace the traditional Chinese medicine many times. And I don't mean rats and stuff. I do mean herbs and things like that and then vitamins and so many other things. But I don't hear him talk All much right, I, for that. one, would fire Fauci. And number two, I'd shut down the FDA. That's what I'd do, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because that's constitutional. And I agree. I don't think Fauci is a good, honest man. I think he's a game player. And I wouldn't trust him for a second with my family's health care. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The White House is expected to recommend people in COVID-19 hotspots wear masks. As President Trump said yesterday, regulations concerning masks will be coming soon. The Coronavirus Task Force is warning, though, that masks won't be keeping people necessarily from getting the illness, but rather from transmitting the virus to other people. COVID-19 has now killed nearly 6,000 people across the nation, more than 245,000 confirmed cases are in the U.S. as of last night. The Labor Department reporting more than 6.6 million workers filed first-time claims for jobless benefits last week. That's more than double the 3.3 million that filed the week before. And you're listening to USA Radio News. I'm doing it all, the water, the fiber, the exercise, but I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. More on the coronavirus from a global perspective. Experts say it's now killed over 53,000 people around the world, and there are more than a million confirmed infections currently. Weather forecasters are predicting an above-normal hurricane season this year as Colorado State University released its annual Atlantic hurricane season forecast late yesterday, and it predicts 16 named tropical storms instead of the average of 12 and the researchers there say eight of those are going to be reaching hurricane status 
The Awakened Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas, says it will defy federal and state guidelines and it will be holding services this weekend despite the pandemic. That state does not require places of worship to follow the guidelines urging no gatherings larger than 10 people. And this is USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right. The roundtable continues, ladies and gentlemen. We're breaking down this coronavirus thing. So I say fire Fauci. The guy's a nut. The guy's got an agenda. The guy's an Obama holdover and more. He's out of control. I wouldn't trust that guy for two seconds with my family's health care. And I think Deborah, um, whatever her last name is, uh, Burks, pretty good person doing the best she can, but she's kind of drug along. But she's polite. And if you listen to her, she's a whole lot more reasoned, a whole lot more sane. Um, but I would fire Fauci ASAP. Um, the second thing I would do uh, personally is I would basically get a group of doctors, uh, nat- naturopaths, uh, medical doctors. I would get whole um, body dentists. I would get all kinds of people in a, in a panel so that we could, you know, they talk about transparency in this over and over and over all through the two hours and 17 minutes. We're transparent as all get out. I don't see transparency here at all. Uh, and so you get a roundtable of experts uh, from different fields, whole body dentistry, nature paths, medical doctors, uh, and, and you hear from them all if you really want to know. But as far as I can tell, you got Fauci, as Richard Mack says, I think kind of running the whole thing. It looks like the tail's wagging the dog to a great degree to me. I don't see transparency in a broad section of healthcare experts in this. I see Fauci running the roost. Deborah's kind of quiet and a nice gal, and everybody else is kind of bossed around. In addition to those folks in the mix, President Trump talked quite a bit. Vice President Pence talked quite a bit. Jared Kushner talked quite a bit. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. Those are my takes so far. So I took notes on the press briefing, and I have several um, lines from the notes. We're going to have to rock and roll to get through the, them all. So, gentlemen, I hope you can uh, you know, review each line and keep your comments somewhat short. It's not that I want to chop you off, but I do want to try to get through my notes. First one says, stay home, obey the guidelines. That's President Trump that said that. And I do think that there's some wisdom in doing that voluntarily. And I got to give the president a kudos because he has, when I listened to him during the speeches, he respects freedom quite a bit personally. Of course, Fauci doesn't, and the people surrounding the president don't really. But President Trump has a streak of freedom that I really personally enjoy. Kurt? Couldn't agree more. Okay, Sheriff? Yeah, I'd say the same thing on that. I think that he's been making these guidelines and suggestions and following Jefferson's rules that uh, in this republic nation, we can ask and persuade and beg and educate, but we cannot force. And uh, Fauci's just the opposite on that. He wants a lot more. And, yeah, uh, I think President Trump on that part deserves a pretty high grade. Yeah, I concur. I, I really do. And you could feel that, at least in my opinion, in the press conference that President Trump, even the reporters were trying to badger the Donald and push him to be more tyrannical. And he's just like, no, stop. Listen, we're not doing that. The governors can decide. It's their states. You know, and he really, in my opinion, walked a very fair line there. And I got to give the president kudos. I'm not just here to take notes and attack the president, people. That's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to be honest and fair and open-minded. And I personally think that the president deserves a kudos there. Well, then Donald doubled down and said, hey, you know, we're doing all these awesome things. Ultimately, we want to develop a vaccine. Now, my personal opinion on this is I don't have any problem with private sector developing a vaccine. I have every problem if we mandate that vaccine. We'll see where we're going to go with this. 
I have every problem with the government uh, bailing companies out over vaccines and uh, using the vaccine injury uh, protection fund or whatever you call that thing um, for bailing out these vaccine companies if things go wrong. So, again, let's have transparency. Let's have a roundtable of real medical professionals, and let's discuss openly, transparently, the pros and cons of vaccinations, and then about how the government intends to, one, roll this out. Is the government spending my tax dollars on creating these vaccines? Will the government bail out these companies and protect them from liability and everything else? If so, I reject it. Donald on the campaign trail was against it. Now he seems to be a quite a vaccine advocate. Sheriff, you're first this time. Yeah, the vaccine has got me worried. And I'll go back to the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, that seems to be working, and why they're not using that and tr- and really pushing that. They've mentioned it a few times. And if, if they would be watching, which I can't believe they're not, because I believe that uh, Laura Ingram uh, has been a champion for the president, and that they're not watching her show and responding to it, and that Trump is not saying, okay, Fauci, What's what's with this crap? Uh, the, we've got two uh, specialists on Laura Ingram saying that you're full of crap and that he's not addressing that. It, it really has me worried. All right, Kurt, the vaccines. I'm very worried about this portion. Well, I couldn't agree more on the vaccine thing. And I, I mean, it goes way back uh, for that. So, um Sure. You know, I'd, and, and I'd pretty I, again, much get the government out of vaccines and get that. Like you said, when you when you said the FDA shouldn't even be there, I agree with that. Uh, I didn't know that was an option. I just figured, uh, you know, you it's know one it's of those option. things. Well, in other words, it's always an option uh, to obey the Constitution. You, you remind us uh, that we have to live in the real, and uh, we like to talk about the ideal. So, I mean, if it it's was an option point. right now, I would go ahead and make everybody have, you know, scriptures every day in uh, America. You would make and them? be back in the... Well, what I'm saying is the president would, you know, suggest prayer and sackcloth and thanksgiving and fasting. Yeah, and by the way, I know, didn't hear a word about God and a word about prayer in there at all. we could do that right now. Um, Did you hear a word I about that in there, that Kurt? Was, a word about prayer no. or a word about God? I heard none of it, not a single word. I also didn't hear a word about That's sunlight right. and fresh air and vitamin C and vitamin D and exercise and proper nutrition. I didn't hear a word about that either from any of them. Not a word. Good point. All right. So anyway, um, then Donald went into payments coming to everyone and to businesses as well. Um, he really doubled down and basically said money is coming to everybody. Now, I reject that whole socialism message 100%. I think that's absolutely where the government has no authority to mandate the redistribution of wealth. The only way they can do it is to borrow fake money and redistribute the wealth. It is socialism on flat-out steroids. I get that he's claiming there's a crisis, but a crisis doesn't call for the setting aside of the supreme law of the land, the printing up of fake money, and then the betraying of the people with the redistribution of wealth. I completely reject it. Kurt, what do you say? Well, since um, you're telling me that, it, you know, I mean, there is no limitations, then I'd say the president should have said we got rid of the Federal Reserve and the income tax, and we're going to go ahead and restore honest money and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, too. Uh, but um, based on everything I know about what we're given and the parameters that uh, I can see that are only available to him, uh, at least assuming that that's all he's going to, you know, 
work with. Um, yeah, if you I agree we're socialist and we're going to have I've fake money seen, and everything, then right. hey, he's doing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> okay, I get it. Well, uh, I mean, you know, I, I hate to say that that's where we are, but as far no, as and, I can see, and sadly, see, I think you're that's right. Where Kurt. we are, I think you're right. Yeah. I think I don't think that these things are on the table. I wish the president would do it, uh, but again, I'm just saying this: if the president doesn't even bring up honest money, if the president doesn't even bring up that it's that it's not really a good thing, I mean, he's pitching it like it's a wonderful Lord, thing. Yeah, nor does his secretary of uh, treasury. Uh, any, I mean, it's like these and they were there too. They've never heard of the constitution that says no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debts. I mean, it's not that big of a phrase, and yet it's right there. And they even make right. in the U.S. mint right there. They make silver dollars that say one dollar on them. And, yeah, and then, then the know, treasury somebody guy. ought to be able to figure that out the treasury guy speaking out was telling you what he's allowed to make loans for and what he's not i mean he's really strict yeah. obeying the law buddy oh of course yeah. <laughs> i'll give you one more headline from my notes and then let you take a stab at this richard mack and i only give you the second headline because they tie together quite well payments coming to everyone into businesses as well um trump will always protect and never take away social security Medicare and Medicaid. Again, in my opinion, wrong answer. Socialism, that's where it starts. If you say we can give to the elderly by the forced redistribution of wealth, if you can back fake money in the biggest Ponzi scheme ever known to man, the Social Security system, I mean, how do you stop the other socialists from taking the next step, Sheriff? I mean, the whole thing's insane. Yeah, uh, no. Didn't uh, FDR start Social Security? I think so. Yeah, if I remember, I think it was. But uh, he was quite the socialist president, and that should scare everybody. And uh, it, this just sh- this just shows how the Democrats have been winning the political narrative in Washington and across the country. Uh, it it, it the, the Republicans the Republicans continuously chase after them, and then try to pretend that there's a big difference. And uh, I also feel like a hypocrite on this because I'm going to get a direct deposit. Uh, and, you know, what do I do with it? I don't feel uh, like a hypocrite at all about it. I, 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 well, it, I know, and, and it's partly my money, but I totally disagree with it. But I'm going to keep the money. Right. I don't feel like a hypocrite about that at all. We could dig into that here in a minute. But so payments coming to everyone and to businesses as well. Trump will always protect, never take away Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Emergency capital. One thing Hold I on. want to say real quick on that thing. Uh, on. on the, uh, go ahead. Emergency capital, giving money to 30 million small businesses, and then basically the phrase is this. Hey, if we run out of money, we got more we can print that from. We'll go get more money, no problem at all. That insanity. And then, and then on the end of that, claims of full and complete transparency. All right, when we come back, Kurt, we'll give you time. I just don't want you to get chopped off. But right back to Kurt in seconds on your radio. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? 
It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, It Ain't Gonna Happen, a book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Well, ladies and gentlemen, to answer um, Sam's question, uh, at least on this, uh, why the president says, uh, hey, I'll always protect your Social Security, I'll always protect your Medicare, etc. The president's figured out, like uh, most modern politicians, uh, that if you don't have enough votes, um, you don't get anything done. Uh, whether you know it's him getting to be the president or uh, you know uh, getting the house or the senate and uh, f- you know he's he's learned uh, like this has been a tough last two years for him when you got to deal with the uh, pelosi's there instead of the uh, republicans that he got the uh, first round now we had paul ryan and that's not really a friendly republican yeah, for him but at least personally. it was better than better than pelosi a little bit maybe you know yeah, uh, but uh, I think that's one of the key things that. Uh, but I would come back and says, say, does that make it more justifiable? I don't care what he says. I no, talking no, about I the mean, standards. Uh, and- we're we're talking about the you know living in the real and you know teaching to the ideal. At least uh, I remember you saying that. Yeah, quite so I often. think the president needs um, to quit playing games with quote emergency capitalism if it's emergency money and that justifies it. And this idea that I'll always protect all these things, I don't accept that as a as a. Um, acceptable viewpoint at all. What do you say, Sheriff? Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, that's, a, that's a tough spot for him to be in. Uh, and if he really came out and did the right thing, uh, he'd be blasted and he'd, uh, he'd, uh, he, he, will, he will not win re-election. Uh, Trump's biggest concern is getting re-elected. Uh, that's the same thing with every Republican. Uh, I don't care if it's Rand Paul, Ron Paul, or, or Mitt Romney. Uh, that's their biggest concern. Uh, I, I understand it, uh, but I don't like it. 
Understood, and I agree. And I agree with Kurt's point about living in the real, too, that you know what? You won't get elected. You're right, and you won't. I mean, you think you've run into a buzzsaw now. You take my beliefs, and you might even get killed over it. Yep. They also say if we need more money, we'll just go get it. No problem. We don't even. Uh, we're just telling you right now. We don't need to check some bounces. We don't need to pass it through the House or the Senate. You need more money, well, buddy. We'll go we get it. They flat out said that, Sheriff. Five hundred thousand. They flat out said that, Sheriff. Yeah. Kurt, you want to respond I, to that? Well, if we're going there, then I, I say, hey, uh, make everybody a millionaire. I mean, you know. We well, that's got where they the said ability, they were going, right? Uh, you know, uh, right. I mean, uh, Shangri-La in America. But I believe, uh, you know, the way we ought to do it is uh, restore honest money, make America great again, uh, you know, get the government doing just what it's supposed to do yeah, based right. on the Constitution, and, and that's it. So my response is, even if President Trump said, hey, we need to do this for emergency purposes, we need capital and liquidity in the system, I really don't believe this is the way we ought to go normally. If, if he, I didn't even hear any standing up against these practices. Um, they basically endorsed the practices. So in an emergency, socialism is perfect. Don't ever go so far to do the Pelosi style. But this other style is fine. And then they went on and they had this. Claims of full and complete transparency. I don't see it. Do you, Kurt? Well, uh, when when uh, Secretary Mnuchin was talking about that, um, you know, he mentioned that, hey, you can go to the website and you can look there and you can see uh, fill in this form and do that form. And, you yeah, know, Kurt, and uh, yes, sir. What if you got your budget buddy on that you've been talking to recently here uh, and had him sit on that round table last night, buddy? Yeah, I think Walter Burian would have a great time. Do you think um, he'd be saying they're fully the, uh, when they said, "Hey, we're complete and fully transparent." Do you think he'd just chill and go, "Yep, got her done"? Or no, he'd be I like, don't "Hey, think so. I'm crying foul, Fauci on. I'm crying Fauci on this thing." What do you? What do you think? I don't. I, I agree. <laughs> I think there's a whole lot more. Uh, whenever they say transparency, it all depends on your definition of it uh and uh what well, doesn't you know, depend on mine i don't have any control of how they define no it, i mean you're right your definition is certainly individual. Um, yeah i think know. walter and kurt's definition might be a little different than they're saying but they really doubled down on this transparency yeah. you can know everything then the next claim just makes me sick to my stomach claim it's not a bailout of the airline sheriff well, I don't know exactly what they're doing with the airlines. Oh, they're going to give a ton of cash to the airlines, buddy, like they've done for your whole life. Well, then why aren't they? Uh, then why aren't the airlines refunding my money? Because um, they don't want to get yeah, your money from the government, buddy. Yeah, that's basically it. And uh, as a matter of fact, with that one, I've got a side note. Uh, we're going to fly to Austin and help my son uh, and his wife uh, with their children. And uh, he's a nurse, and he, his schedule is really increasing, and they're asking some of them to even try to go to New York and other places where they really need more nurses. And he's considering doing that, and then he's going to, when he comes back, he's going to self-quarantine in some other place besides his home so none of his children or his wife. Yeah, it's tough. It. Anyway, um, we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're literally going to get on a plane and, Try to get to Austin. All right, uh, Kurt. It's not a Monday. it's not a bailout of the airlines, buddy. Uh, well, see, that sounds like a political statement, and it just doesn't sound like it's true at all, Kurt. 
I will say here's where you got to remember uh, Jerry Hughes' famous, um, you know, phrase. Uh, he says, uh, nothing is official until it's been denied. Um, All right. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's a good point. perfect. I think you're right. There. All right. Next one, more promotion of the Defense Production Act, FEMA, and the Department of Defense. Literally, the military, ladies and gentlemen, right now, under this, quote, crisis, is building, staffing, and controlling hospitals. Now, this, um, I reject completely. What we're saying is we're in war emergency time, and we can take things to the military. I don't accept this at all. In fact, this is one of the worst things I have heard in the whole press briefing. Letting the military be in charge of your health care? How are the Republicans going to say government shouldn't be involved in your health care after this, Kurt? Well, um, you know, the reason the president, at least in my opinion, the reason he's going along with this or doing this is you got the states, especially New York, for example, um, uh, that's and in California, right in the middle of that, uh, two of the biggest states and most populous states that are basically uh, they got their hands out big time going, well, president, help us. You know, I think you ought to tell them, you know, you guys made your own bed and you caused all these problems and you commit more abortions and, you know, you're getting what you deserve. But, you know, that's kind of pretty rough so i i see him basically sending over the the helpers that he can control and that is the military and that's what he's doing here i don't like it uh but that's what i see i think it borders on criminal though i don't think there's any authority for that sheriff what do you say well my goodness uh, we've talked about that before sam if you went after all the criminals in washington dc uh you'd have such uh prison overcrowding that uh, you you wouldn't be able to withstand it. It'd be overwhelming. Uh, Oh, one other thing I thought was kind of funny, Sam. Uh, You said you couldn't see transparency. How would you see or not see transparency? But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's not what I... Well, for example, if I had a panel... Negative. Hold on. If I had a panel of experts that were really from all walks of life and I heard real debates on the actions we're taking on how safe and effective certain solutions were, and I heard right. real dissent and real you know, representation of the different viewpoints, then I would feel like there's some transparency there. Right now there's one viewpoint, and that's Fauci's. Yeah, it's Dr. Fauci and, and, uh, and, and Trump's trust in him. And, and I don't believe tr- uh, Trump does trust him. I, just, I think he's between a rock and a hard spot, and uh, these, these uh, so-called experts... Uh, have uh, Trump buffaloed, and uh, I, I think Trump's afraid uh, to to get rid of Fauci, and and know that there isn't uh, that that's one area where there obviously is not uh, much transparency. But I have a real problem when you put the military in charge of our health care. We're oh, talking oh, about yeah. we're talking about the military building hospitals, staffing and controlling hospitals, the Department of Defense. Uh, FEMA, okay, all these unconstitutional tyrannical agencies. And when you start letting the military be involved in our day-to-day lives to that degree, how are you going to ever say, oh, we don't want government health care? That's not an appropriate response. Um, well, it is now. How won't it be later, right? There's a, there's a problem. We've crossed a Rubicon here. 
that I personally think somebody needs to speak out against, and I don't hear a single person speaking out against it, really. Well, if there's real transparency, Mm. then how are they determining how many people have died, uh, how many people have been tested, how many people have been... uh, have contracted the disease. How do they, how do we know all those numbers? Well, so a reporter, a reporter mocked Donald a little bit because Donald kind of said we're being transparent and all this kind of stuff. And then one of the reporters said, well, what do you expect people to do? Just call you up on the phone and ask you some of these questions, Donald? And, of course, he smiled and laughed and moved along. Uh, but it's true. None of us can get hold of President Trump. None of us can figure out how all these things are happening. You just got to trust Fauci, Fauci that it's being done uh, right. And that's my problem. But I'm, this military thing I can't get off of, though. The military has no business being involved in, in and or in charge of my health care. One thing I'll say real quick on the military thing, though, is typically we've got it, um, you know, around the world fighting wars in all these different places. And at least a bunch of those guys have been, I guess you could say, brought home or whatever. And, you know, when when our borders leak like sieves and we've got uh, drugs coming into our country like, you know, uh, crazy and stuff like that, it seems to me like at least the president reassigning that kind of thing and putting well, we don't the military know if he's here. Anybody, do we? Um, well, that's what the night before's event um, or the day before's uh, briefing explained, uh, at least to me, uh, Sam. And so that's he's why saying I say he's bringing that. people home from where to, to be reassigned to hospitals. I didn't say to hospitals. I said uh, to protect America. And uh, oh. in the case of uh, I'm hospitals, about, I'm talking about example, government being in charge of my health care. Yeah. Right. I'm not really sure if somebody comes home and defends the border. You know, I mean, I appreciate that. I agree. That's a good reassignment. But we're talking about this issue where the military is building hospitals, staffing and controlling the hospitals. That, that's what I'm pushing back on. I don't know that the military has any place for that. I don't know if there's any authority for that. I don't think so. Now, if you want to reassign people that are at war coming home to protect our borders, I'm totally in. I agree with Kurt. It's a wonderful thing, but that's a different press briefing and a totally different topic, although I endorse the point, Kurt. Well, I think they're connected. Uh, for example, you got the two big military ships that are basically hospital ships uh, put uh, on our uh, two different um, borders or whatever, one in California and one in New York. Um, and then these hospitals that they say that they're so-called putting together, they're they're not like building buildings. They're basically taking other buildings and setting them up so that they'll work in a pinch, if you will. So and I agree. It doesn't change my as, point uh, at all, though. Making sense. All right. So do you support the uh, ships uh, at sea there and delivering this and support the building of these hospitals, Kurt? Well, I think the president's doing about the best job he can be doing in that uh, situation. All right, what do you say, Sheriff? Yeah, I agree, and I think the first hour went way too fast. I uh, will crank it up for the second hour if you like this interview. Hang tight, folks, for this uh, roundtable panel. We'll talk about it. I think it should not be done. I don't like using the military at all for this. There's plenty of people without jobs that are glad to fill in, and we don't need the military doing that at all.